1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The 77 Club. The Wolves Podcast for the Gold and Black Army. Hello and welcome to episode 151 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with the socials. Wall 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram at 77 Club Podcast on Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Please subscribe. Dan Bayliss is here. Yeah, hello, Wall Sands. And Jack Williams. Hi, everybody. And we'll start with, oh God, <laughs> probably the worst. I think it's the worst performance under Nuno. Would we all agree with that? 4-0 loss to Burnley. Burnley have scored 13 goals away from home this season. Scored four, three of them in the first half against Wolves on Saturday. And Harry, you, you took you took the little boy swimming and I'm I'm jealous. Yeah, um, I'm glad I did. I have caught up since in the highlights. And I did start to watch a bit of it on BBC iPlayer but I gave up. I had that bet on, didn't I? I sent you lads. I had 1-0... Uh, Chris Wood to score first Wolves to win so I, when I went into swimming it was 1-0 Chris Wood had scored so I was buzzing I was expecting to come back out and just be like 3-1 up come back out it was 3-0 at half time so absolutely shocking Connor Cody probably won't get called up for England now because he got turned inside out like a, a pair of prostitutes knickers didn't he and Chris Wood looked like a guero so <laughs> even Willie Body was awful it was just shocking and we were playing the formation with a five at the back that's meant to be our good, safe formation. And we got absolutely tore apart by a Burnley side who are about as much use as a Renault x 
Uh, Bayliss, uh, Harry mentioned it there. You make Chris Wood look like Sergio Aguero, and we did. Yeah, I turned it off at halftime. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't watch it. Honestly, couldn't watch it. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't watch the last 20 minutes because I thought, I, I, I don't want to single out Traore here because it's going to sound like I am, but the camera panned to him and he just looked like he couldn't be bothered. And I thought, well, look, if you can't be bothered, then neither can I. And just turned it off and bought a fridge freezer. So uh, there you go. Bargains to be had out there. Uh, Jack, what were your thoughts? Though? I mean, it, it was an abysmal display, wasn't it? Am I the only one who actually sat through all of it? Yeah. Looks like it. That's, not, that's not fair. That's not fair. Is it? I mean, I wish I hadn't either, but um, I was still in bed and I actually had to get up for it. And I was like, Set my alarm and, you know, about half 11, just climbed out of bed because I had a few drinks the night before. A few. And by about, by about half 12, I thought, this is a terrible idea. What have I done this for? It was, it was just shocking, wasn't it, from start to finish. That defence is a joke, an absolute joke. How many times have we been done 4-0 this season? Is that three now in the league? Yeah. Three, four nils? Liverpool, and West Ham. And when did that, how many times yeah. did that happen in the seasons prior? It just didn't happen before. So mm-hmm. what's changed? What's changed? Obviously, Raul. some of the players have changed. <laughs> well, it's not Raul, is it? Raul doesn't mean that we get turned inside out three times by Chris Wood. That's not Raul wouldn't be marking no, out the I game. I, I, I but, take the point. I take the point that some some were making. I think Aaron said on the group, didn't he, that teams are much more inclined to attack us because we know they know that we don't have any counter attacking prowess. So it's just like hammer, 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 hammer because teams maybe. aren't scared of getting opened up. Maybe, but I do also think we would dross before Raul got injured. Oh, yeah, we're, just, we're just using that as a... It's been a really crap season, but the way we gave the ball away, Bolly just mis- misjudging balls all the time. What was like, wrong but, with him? Like, I don't know what was he, was... he was on the piss the night before as well. Shocking. Traore giving away the ball at least twice that led to really, you know, one <laughs> goal and one really good goal-scoring opportunity just by just passing the ball to stupid places. Cody getting turned inside out and Sace for the last one. He's got the ball in the corner with, you know, a little bit of pressure on him, not much. And it leads to them bloody getting their fourth. Honestly, just shocking. And there's other players you can call out as well. No player was more than a two out of 10 outfield player. Well, not even anyone really in that whole game. And it just shows what we've been saying for the last few weeks. If we start next season with those three, three players at the back, at least three, maybe four, Play, playing in defence, we're relegation fodder. Honestly, we can't we can't keep it up. You've got to say some Cody, You've got to have a word, and we need replacements. I think that's as a minimum. Just before we go on to to Bayless, I'll, I'll just ask you about the defence, Bayless. But first of all, it's probably the question on everyone's lips: is Jack, why were you still in bed at half past eleven? Why did you go to bed at about eight am? That's the, that's the question everybody wants to know the answer to now. What 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 has happened? I just had a had a few beers. You know, had a few beers. And you know what I'm like when I've had a drink, I won't go to well, sleep. I do know what you're like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sleeps for wimps. He knew we were going to lose to Burnley, didn't he? Yeah. So he was just uh, getting pissed yeah, for it. Let's <laughs> go straight through the night so he's still pissed for kickoff. Uh, Bayliss, Harry mentioned the Euros there. Uh, Connor Cody cannot be on the bus to Wembley, surely now. No, we're, he's not good enough. We're not good enough. It's just, it's been bad all year. And we had a good run of, of games against some pretty crap teams. And everyone had the rose-tinted specs on and this has brought it crashing back down, hasn't it? No, I haven't got a lot more to say, to be honest. What is the... To, like, I can sit here and moan and then we'll just get pelters on Twitter of us moaning too much. So, <laughs> like, I, I don't want to get called... I don't want to get called shit haircut Gandalf or something. It's just, there's no point going on and on. <laughs> Mate, you wish you were Gandalf. You were nowhere near that tour. <laughs> like a, <laughs> yeah, <Frodo>. <laughs> what I'll say is... Point. 
I can't believe once upon a time, Sace, Cody and Bolly were our solid defenders that we relied on and thought no one could get past us. And now we're conceding four. And we might as well play four at the back from now on if we're going to defend like that with five anyway. Yeah, it's very true. What do you think it is though? What's changed? And I don't know, what's, what's, do you think it's also like, like they're a bit unmotivated because it's been such a dross season? Yeah. And granted, there's been, it's been difficult because of the, the circumstances and no break and tiredness and fatigue and all these sorts of things. But those things shouldn't suddenly mean you make terrible instant decisions on a football pitch, like playing yourself into pressure or not defending or not putting a tackle in, not bringing a player down. So I don't know. I mean, maybe we're being harsh, but I, 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 d- I don't know. I don't think we're not because that was just absolutely terrible. There's no excuses for that loss against Burnley. There was no effort, was it? I think I saw a stat online that Burnley ran 6km more than us overall. I, don't, I know we don't really like stats, but there was no effort. No. We've lost Neto. We've lost Raul. We know about the injuries. And uh, obviously, we had two 1-0 wins, so we're comfortable. Maybe it was just like they just couldn't get motivated for it. Burnley needed to win to, to stay up. It was just hard for us to get motivated. But it's unacceptable to lose 4 0 to Burnley at home. <laughs> Every time you say it out loud, it just makes you laugh, doesn't it? We lost 4 0 to Burnley at home. I know we're going to get onto this point eventually, but you've got to say if the Albion do something like that to us, he's gone. He's definitely gone. You can't, well, last you can't, time you can't we have that. sacked a manager after losing to Albion. Lads, I put, um, <laughs> Double relegation. I put that poll on there uh, because after, after the Burnley game, I put that poll on our Twitter, didn't I? That's 280 votes, 56% a Nuno in, 44% a Nuno out now, which is sh- really surprising to me. I mean, I think you well, should do that poll again after <laughs> we lose 4-0 on Monday night. Then see well, what the percentage is. We're all still Nuno in, right? I don't think we will, think, though, will we? I think. Us four? I, yeah. Yes, I, I am. But uh, I'm definitely at the moment, yeah. I think he deserves a, pre, a proper pre-season and some backing to try and put this right. But I do feel, like I just said, that suddenly I think that majority will tip the other way who want him out if, if we lose on Monday. Particularly if we lose badly. And it's, if we put up a fight like we did against Burnley, then there's severe questions need to be asked because... This this game obviously means a lot more to the fans than Burnley at home, but we need to show a bit of fight or something, even though we've had a difficult yeah. season. The, um, the, the starting team surprised me as well, because we said, didn't we, I think after Fulham, I wanted to see the likes of Atasawi and that get a chance. But then I thought to myself, we threw the FA Cup, didn't we? So I think we threw the FA Cup to try and climb up the league, so there's more money there. So Nuno's just going to play the team he thinks is the best, isn't he? So... That explains that one. But even from now, I'd love to see... Actually, let's say after Albion. Because obviously we want to make sure we beat Albion. But that kind of contradicts what I say. But I would like to see us experiment a bit now. But the, the season died for us, really, didn't it? Us as a podcast. When we lost that FA Cup game. Didn't it, really? That was just when I was just like, oh, man, yeah. I'm done. What's happened with Pedence, Jack, do you reckon? I mean, you, you sort of highlighted him last week, didn't you? And, well, and again, he just didn't show anything. I'm not. I'm not sure because I'm hoping he's just not fully fit, and because because he's uh, coming back from a you know an injury, and we haven't got the players at the moment that he's had no choice really to be thrown to the team in the same way that Neves had been isolating for two weeks, and then suddenly has to start. You know, it's not mm-hmm. it's not good preparation. But I'm hoping it just takes him a while to get over the injury. But I've seen that he's uh, no, he's gone um, to Portugal. Isn't he? Apparently, he's that's false news, and it's an old picture because I did see that online. He's in training today. There was pictures of him in oh, training, okay. but that's, then that was on his story. So, but and he, his dog passed away, didn't it? I was going to say, dog I... passed away. Can you blame that on his performances? Grieving a little bit. 
He looked like he was really close to it. No, that's ridiculous. That's, that's ridiculous. No, really, like. If really your dog died, dog. would you be upset? Would you underperform? No, come on. So, oh, sorry, sorry, I'm not going to earn my <laughs> 75 grand this week because my dog's, I'm a, dog's died but, and I'm a bit hang sad. On. Just because just you're earning good money doesn't mean you haven't got feelings. Exactly. Some people think dogs are like their kids, <laughs> don't they? Like they really love their dogs. <laughs> I tried more to pay for my cat than having to have it killed. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's, that can't, that, that's just reading between the lines, isn't it? I mean, if the geese had a great day, it'd be bigger than you anyway, so I suppose it could be a family member. But... Um, no, that's just no. That's not an excuse. If, you. Like if 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 you're in the age we're in now, if you're mentally not well enough to play, you shouldn't be in the team. I agree with that. That's that is a very good point. Um, but we're not buying the pandemic line. That you know we've all been probably hard to motivate ourselves this year due to the pandemic. But I suppose Burnley are going through a pandemic as well, mm. and they managed it okay. I do think the fixtures have been tough though, with with like the very little preparation. When you look at also, you know, how tough, been tough. teams like. We've come off no, the back I think of the two like, worst teams in the league. One, the one of the worst teams ever. No, to no. Be in the I, sorry, I mean overall. I mean the fact we rolled from one season in Europe to the next, just straight in, pretty much with the same mm-hmm. team, with a you know minus a couple of top goal scorers. Really, if you look at it, but nah. I'm not making excuses because we've been absolutely shit this year, and it needs to get better, or else yeah, Nuno's gone. That, that's that's why I'm so surprised at how many are Nuno. I, I know we lost four 0 to Burnley, but. We, Nuno has got the excuse of the injuries have been terrible and that is mainly because of last year isn't it it's catching up I on think us so. and the Raul injury was we, we all knew if Raul got injured our season would be doomed and it, it happened quite early so just because of that I'm quite surprised not more people are like yeah okay we get it let's give him a chance next year if we'd have got relegated then I'm in I'm like yeah see you Nuno but it's just surprising it's a knee jerk reaction maybe maybe we're, after a few days like about now you ask the people who said Nuno after that game, they might be a bit more considered. But I can see why people are angry at the same time. I think you do have to think big picture, though, don't you, really? I mean, our our terrible season at the moment is 12th in the Premier League, which with a bit of your hands off at. like mm-hmm. for, most, for most of our lifetimes, mm-hmm. if you'd offered us 12th in the Premier League every year, we'd be like, yeah, take that. That's yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I, it doesn't but, take a lot, though, for that 12th to turn into 15th or big Oh, I, I agree. Like if we carry on, carry on like this, we're relegation fodder next year. Everyone can see that. And we're, I don't know how we're 12th, mm-hmm. really. We don't know how we're 12th. We could easily, in another year, with a different league, with a bit more probably competition at the bottom from those bottom teams, be right in a relegation battle now. But he deserves a chance to put it right, I think. And I'm, I'm holding that line until at least 8 o'clock on Monday night. Where does he start with that Harry putting it right? Because we're talking about Connor Cody not playing a part in this Wolves eleven. He's got to not only go and find a decent centre back, he's got to go out and find a captain. <laughs> Feels that way, and well, he will. He can't captain from the bench. What a ch- <laughs> <laughs> no, that's you'd right, be able to hear him. But... Maybe if we do change and go four at the back, I can't see any reason why Cody would start. So. We've got to sign at least two defenders, I think. But even Bolly's been questionable, like since he's come back. Really, I've never seen him be so bad as he was against Burnley. Like giving the ball away as much as he did, I've never seen him do that. Normally, so calm, collected, sprays the ball out wide. But he was just knocking him back to him. It just didn't didn't seem like he was quite right. I know. Did he test positive for coronavirus? Forgive my ignorance. Or yeah, was, he did. Yeah, did, when so, he went away with the Ivory Coast. Yeah, so, I don't know, bit of, a, bit of a weird one, that. It's just so, it's just like horrible at the moment, isn't it? I, I don't know, I just want the season, we've said this for since about five weeks ago, we just want the season to be over and it's, 
the, the, as the games go on and the performances get worse, even the two 1-0 wins, the performances weren't the best, was they? Let's be honest. It's just more damaging and damaging. We need to reset and quick, but we've got a small case of Albion coming up. Oh, first. hang about. Wait there, wait there, wait there, wait there, wait there. The last two weeks of social media in this podcast have been, oh, weren't we fucking marvellous? Samedo, best thing since sliced bread. Oh, what a team we are to beat Sheffield United and Fulham 1-0. You can't go and say, oh, you can't change your storyline now. Did you listen back to the podcast? Did you listen back to the last two podcasts? <laughs> we said the performances were really poor. So all you're on about is the Samedo thing. We praised Samedo's individual performance the last two weeks, but we did say that the performances were shocking the last two weeks. So cheers for listening to us when you sat with us on the podcast, mate. Absolute dross. I'll be honest, though, but if you're looking at defenders to single out for that for that shit show on Sunday, Bolly. then you've got you know the three centre-backs are before Samedo. Definitely. Yeah, oh no, I'm not saying any other, I'm not saying any otherwise. Like, it was just absolutely awful. Every- Eight Nori was better than them as well. Yeah, I mean, the win backs were the only, you know, were, it's very hard to judge when it's just that crap defensively all round. But the de- it was the, the, the reason we definitely lost that game is mainly, I'm going to say mainly down to the three centre backs because I know we didn't create anything, but the reason we lost was because stupid mistakes by them three also just sorry just going back on what Bailey just said as well even on social media but won no wins in terms of the performance no, I don't know where you I got saw, that from no unless I'm making I things up I saw loads on Twitter about how we were great how we're brilliant how, how all this really? stick is unjustified and stuff yeah wow yeah the happy clap brigade the happy clappers were out in force what, what were we then well we're not happy clappers we're not Nuno outers we we, we the only reason we Realist. were debating is because of the Samedo thing, wasn't it? That's all we were we were praising Samedo, but we're, we're, we're not the whole performances. Because against Sheffield United that first half, I nearly fell asleep. <laughs> that bad, and I thought Sheffield United. I, I had fallen asleep, but that wasn't due to. <laughs> yeah. So. so there we go. I don't know how we beat Fulham. Really, that was just a you know a fluke shot at the end, wasn't it? Really, let's be honest. But well, we go, yeah. So. I mean, but how many times this season has that happened to us? When you look at Man United, Villa, Burnley, the reverse leg as well. You know, they're all late. Flukes for for me, especially Marcus Rashford's. Yeah, but I think this this whole transition period has been done completely wrong. I know I'm I'm being Captain Hindsight here, but it's better than Captain Sleeves. But in terms of personnel changing over, if you're looking at changing centre backs and an integral part of defence in Connor Cody and bringing a centre back to replace a midfielder in Romain Sace, and then further up the pitch, you've got 34 year old Matinho who's had nobody in to share the load because Dendonka hasn't been good enough and his replacement isn't forthcoming. I mean, you're looking at almost changing half the side and you just cannot afford to do that in the Premier League. I can't think of a single team that's successfully done that. Even where we've filled in where we haven't been forced to, we have not been good enough. We just haven't been good enough. The The two wing backs, other than when Johnny had two games, nowhere near the level of last year. The centre midfield looks like it's a man short all the time. As you're right, Matinho's been knackered. We then yeah. got rid of Jossa, thought Pedence would step up. Neto did, but we still look a bit lacklustre. Traore is Traore and you, you get what you expect. And then we haven't got a striker. It's not a recipe for a good team, is it? We can't really focus it all on no. one game where there's been a, a, a range of mistakes that have led to a 4-0 drubbing. It's been coming. We're yeah, not a good I agree, team and it's just at the moment. The recruit, the recruit, the recruitment. This in probably the last couple of windows, really, it's just not been good enough, has it? I don't think it's been decent since we came up. We've tried, we tried to be clever about it and thought, right, we're going to sell Doherty, we'll buy Samedo. We're going to invest in Fabio Silva because he's a bit of young talent, and that's how we're going to do it. 
and we basically sold Jota and Doherty. And although, you know, they get they had their critics, they'd go in and out of form. They knew where the net was. Replaced it, <laughs> yeah, they replaced so it with true. people who don't know where the net is. And that's a massive, massive problem. And we need to address that in the summer as well as addressing the defence. Well, that was a different. I mean, I saw, ne- I saw Neto more of a replacement for Jota, though. Do you not think, Dan? Yeah, he will Rather be. I was just saying on the. That's what I'm I saying. Like, think as in, as I think he will be. Yeah, but we still need. Another- Neto's been our only shining light this season for me. He's been yeah, our here's only. the difference, though. Consistent performer. Yeah. Here's the difference I've seen. Right, we went to Palace away a couple of years ago, and Doherty didn't have a particularly good game. Wolves started well, but then faded away. Didn't have a particularly good game. And then Doherty scored the winner in about the 80th minute. That's the difference between Wolves of two seasons ago and Wolves now. Our two wing-backs, well, I guess Aitnor, he got one against Palace. Is that right? Yeah. Other than that, I think that's the only goal a wing-back scored this year. It's funny, though, I think Bates, you're right, you mentioned that Palace away game because I believe that was the game in which you paid up your bet that we wouldn't get 15 points by Christmas and we'd be relegated by that time uh, is is that the right game I know um, it is well it, it doesn't matter because he's going to have his Samedo money back pretty soon I've got my Samedo <laughs> money coming in imagine if he scored a hat-trick against Albion oh my god you'd be so torn wouldn't you <laughs> I will I can't get oh, I can't get a tattoo oh, I'll, buy a oh. I'll get a Samedo shirt if uh, if he does score a hat-trick against the Albion Jesus Oh dear. Well, look, look, let's talk about Albion. We tried to get some West Brom representation on here, but they just don't want to talk to us because they're scared of going down and they aren't really looking forward to the game by all accounts. But, you know, it'll be their silver lining, wouldn't it? I mean, if, if they got got the double. I mean, I think they are going yes. down. We said a long time ago, didn't we, that the, the bottom three, as it was sort of a third of the way through the season, was going to be the one that finishes in the bottom three. And I think it's been a little bit closer than everybody thought it would be. I think it's fair to say a little bit of a resurgence from Fulham. I mean, Sam Allardyce obviously put his relegation record on the line and that looks like it's going to disappear like his England managerial career. Uh, But Harry, we'll start with West Brom at the Hawthorns. Payback time, surely, because it's it's payback time mark two, isn't it? Because we had payback time before and... Day one. Oh, I remember going into that game. We were when we did have people on for the away perspective last time. Liam and Ali. We were all laughing, saying, "You know, there's no chance they'll beat us." We're, you know, even though we were struggling at that time, I just couldn't see us losing at all. We did, which is absolutely insane to think about. And this time, I think we are the underdogs. I really do. Albion are playing okay at the moment. Yes, they're going down, but they've had some few decent performances. Beat Southampton three 0 at home. Had that really good win away at Chelsea, although they did have 10 men. And the draw against Villa right at the end. So I think they're the favourites and I'm worried about this. And especially with the players we've got available, we ain't even got Neto to try and pull us out of it. We need Adama to turn up and it's I'm, I'm worried. If we play like we did against Burnley, even if we play a little bit better than that, we'll st- I still think we'll lose. So if Nuno has got anything about him, the players have got anything about him, they need to bounce back from Burnley and show the fans they care and get us our first one at the Hawthorns in the league or wherever in God knows how long. I don't think it's been happened in our lifetime, has it? I don't think. Maybe when we were kids. Just but early 90s, yeah, I think. Nearly, yeah, exactly. So let's try and get rid of that hoodoo, whatever you want to call it, and get the win there because it will Burnley will quickly be forgotten, won't it? And fans will have something to cheer about and be happy about, which we need after this terrible season. Uh, Jack, he's 
got to make changes at the back, hasn't he? I mean, we called for it a couple of weeks ago, it didn't happen. But this time round, do you envisage changes at the back and who for whom? The sad thing is, Sam, I don't. I don't I don't see any changes in coming. After a few performances we've had this season, he doesn't seem to change it. And who was it who left and said that, oh, Nuno has his favourites? I think Catrone. it's true. Yeah, Catrone. Mm. And... And when we were talking about Max Kilman, we said a similar thing. If you're an actual centre-back, not a midfielder, and you've watched the last few weeks' defensive displays, you can't get in that team, then there's no point you being here. You might as well go. And you can say that probably about Jana Hoover as well, or whoever, who I don't think is ready yet. But I, it would not shock me one bit if it's exactly the same team that starts mm. that game on Monday night. And I'd, I think I'd be more shocked if there were changes. Bailey, same question to you. Well, there's got to be a couple. I'd, I'd go four at the back and just have a go at it because <laughs> we can't be as bad as we were, can we? Can't be. We played four at the back at, in the home game, Bayliss, and look at the way we defended. That throw-in. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that that home game was an anomaly. Yeah, the, the throw-in was the only proper goal. Two, One penalty that was outside the box and a, one bad tackle. Mm. Who gets two penalties in a game to win a game 3-2? It was a bit of fortune in it for them lot, but they are they are a lot better than they were. And they're scoring goals, and we're crap. So it doesn't bode well, does it? <laughs> it hurts, so doesn't it? It hurts so much when you say that. Happy bank holiday. <laughs> That's the thing. At least the one silver lining is that we are going to enjoy the bank holiday weekend because it is. It cannot be ruined. It can't be ruined. Yeah, no, it can't. Great. That's a huge, huge know, silver but, lining. But game of golf in Monday. the pub, lovely. Yeah, but Monday night. Game of Jesus. golf in the pub. Sorted. How to press him on Monday night? Where was he? Where was where was the invite? Where was the invite, Dan? Do you fancy a drive to North Nottinghamshire for a game? You're playing Ooh. golf in the morning. No, no Friday, on Friday. Uh, Friday night. Oh, Friday. Friday. Oh, right. I apologise. Um, Harry, hit us with a score prediction. <sighs> uh, I'm going to try and be positive, although I'm lying to myself. I'm going to say two 0 Wolves. Jack. Uh, something something crap like one one. And Bayless. 2-0 West Brom. And I think Dan's going to be 20 over par. Uh, let's get your latest betting 20. odds and ticket news. I'll take 20 over par. Nine odds. Oh, this is, this is a shit. This is a sh- It's awful. <clears throat> Best bet I can see out there. Albion are 2-1. to one, And I don't know how because we've been so poor of late. Over even money to win at home against Wolves at the moment. You've got to be having a look. Um, staying with the negatives. 2-0 West Brom. Pereira to score first because he'll do that stupid twatish celebration <laughs> with his fingers and his ears. 40-1. to one. A 3-2 Wolves win just to give him a bit of payback with Jose to get the first one 100-1. to one. And then I think this is probably the most likely and least likely all wrapped into one. It's a one-all draw with Semedo to score the first goal. Well, I mean... Is it going to be the highest it's been this season? No, no. 250 to about, one. about 275 it's 195 to 1. Jesus. Is that it? Wow, that is, no. that, that is I think short. one all draw one all is the bet the bookies have got. The bookies fancy one all over everything else. It's five to one for one all. Six to one for one nil wolves. Perfect. Um Jack has some actual ticket news. I actually have ticket news for the first time in about a year. What a what a day. And I reckon everybody probably knows what it is already. But Wolves today opened a ballot to season ticket holders where you can enter a ballot and be in with a chance of being selected for a ticket for the Man United home game, last game of the season. 
Now, exact numbers on how many are allowed in, I think a TBC, social distancing, TBC. Um, what you have to do to actually get in, whether you have to take a test or, you know, give them your birth certificate or whatever, I don't know. But you get into that ballot and then they'll release more details after. Um, I know that I put us, us guys in um, to the ballot this morning and it, the website was quite busy, probably for the first time in about a year again. But So, yeah, there is a chance that we might watch some Premier League football at Bologna this season. Uh, albeit with most likely a lot of restrictions and a reduced capacity. But existing season ticket holders, if you want to be with a chance, the offer is there. What do we all think of that? I mean, Harry, I'll start with you. It, it's going to be step three of the roadmap in terms of uh, the UK government coronavirus uh, laws. So we'll be about a week in when the match is played. It'd be quite interesting to, to see what happens. I mean, what, what do you think of it? Do you think it's something that should be done? I guess they've got to be trialling fans back in stadiums at some point and why not a Premier League game against Manchester United? Yeah, I, I don't know what's... Honestly, I'm not that bothered about it, but I, I've always said I'd rather us just go back when it's full. But at the same time, I'd love it if I got a ticket. So, uh, I don't know, man. It'd be nice to be back in there even without it full. Because I watched the uh, Carabao Cup final and although there was only like 2,000 each, wasn't there, the fans, it was still way better, even with that little bit in. So I'm happy. I hope we get it. We've all entered How many together. is it? 7,000, is it? Not, I don't think it's quite confirmed yet. I don't know. I don't think the only reason I say confirmed. that, they're different pilots. When I did, because before Jack got us all in earlier, I clicked on the website and I saw 7,500. And I don't know what, I don't know if I just saw a random number, but I think that's what popped up of what's available well that makes sense 20% okay it's 20% of 20 30 thousand probably... I'm not really good at maths it ain't far off yeah I yeah, think that's about right it's people listening to this will know if we're yeah. wrong right now but I mean 7,000 I'm not sure how they do it will they spread us around the south and the north bank do you reckon or they... well, I, don't, I don't know how it's going to work I mean the one thing that surprised me is they asked the question of how do you plan on getting there which to me if it's a complete ballot out of the hands means why are you asking yeah. that question unless unless it's going to be it will technically be a ballot but it'll be a ballot of people who are close or going in the car in each group yeah i think it's probably going to be weighted some way and the fact it favors the more the more covid friendly methods of transport but this is just speculation i don't know but i thought it was quite a weird question to what ask. do you think of people moaning saying loyalty points should be involved like Jack, you go. You've got a lot of points. I think there'll be any people saying that are people with luck. I, I disagree, to be honest. I know there's an argument that it should go to the away season ticket holders, but and I saw someone on Twitter say something like, oh, well, you know, I'm an away season ticket holder. I go every week up and down the country, you know, and I've done for, you know, however many years. But at the same time, the 70-year-old bloke who's gone, you know, for God knows how many years to every home game, mm. surely that counts for something. So there's there's no ideal way of doing this, and the only real way of doing it is a ballot between season ticket holders. That's the fairest and, way. Isn't so it, I think it's fair enough. I don't personally, if I miss out, I'm not going to be too no. upset about it. It's one of these well, things um, because at the same time, like Harry, I'm not. I'd rather properly go back when it's properly properly full. But um, I, I do think you can't just just because some people are you know are fortunate enough to be able to go to every game home and away. You shouldn't miss out the core of your support to just go to every home game and probably have them for a very long time. But you know what we really needed at this point in time is something to get Wolves fans riled on Twitter. <laughs> it was 
We were missing something, yeah. We were, we were missing, missing something. Do you think it was just... I mean, it, was, um, it was time to perfection, though, wasn't it? It was like a bit of a distraction from Burnley. People got a little bit excited when they saw the announcement. It, it took our minds off it a little bit. And then it went meltdown again. In between Jackie Oatley's brilliant... <clears throat> in between Jackie Oatley's brilliant, sarcastic response to some stick and and Samosa Gandalf, <laughs> this last week or so has been oh, Twitter perfection. Up, Have we been too positive on this podcast about Nuno? Because I think that's why... Oatley and Spears got a load of stick. I was going to, I'm going to round it up. I was going to round it off actually, just because normally we have a debate topic, and I think I want to make it the the new no thing. Harry, go just go back to the fifty four percent in, forty six percent out. If Nuno is sacked, and this is the main question that nobody thinks about, in my opinion, is who replaces him? I mean, Jack, you said Mourinho, but is he the only name that's available? I, I didn't. I said Mourinho, sort of in jest. I said, I said. If there was a chance to bring in a world-class manager like Mourinho, then I'd, I'd listen to it. But if it's going to be, we get some, I don't know, really. I know somebody floated, there was an article that went around in the week. I think it was from the Telegraph or maybe somewhere else. I don't know. But that Wolves are, you know, contingency planning, I think it's called, where you're looking for a successor in case Nuno does leave. And some of the names on that list do not fill you with confidence. So... I, I'm all for replacing him if you've got something better lined up, but we don't want to bring in the Portuguese Terry Connor. That's my worry. So just be careful what you wish for. People hate that saying, Jack. We'll see how it on goes. Twitter. Do you know the people who are, are mega Nuno out? They Why? always say, they always put sarcastically, be careful what you wish for. I agree with you, by the way. We we saw what, I know, we saw what happened after Mick McCarthy yeah, got sacked. But- I think that's in the back of our minds. And the very younger generation who are yeah, the most vocal of Nuno out, obviously there is a lot of fans older and our age too obviously it's not completely that but I'm, I'm with you but I don't know who I'd bring in to be honest I mean people have said Gerard. you've said Gerard before ain't you Sam would you, would you still want to see that would he, would he fit in with us with the Portuguese you know? I think he's I think he's primed for the Liverpool job to be honest his contract runs out on the same day that Klopp's does <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I don't think that's a coincidence maybe but what, he's been linked with Spurs as well though any Gerard. Spurs will be interested though. Interesting to see who takes that Spurs job, <laughs> it, I think. Um, but again, I, I I know I know there were rumours that Jeff she was fuming when he uh, left the director's box uh, against the, against Burnley. But I I don't think he's that short sighted. I I think he Nuno would at least get another pre season in charge. If it not get, don't get me wrong. If we if oh, we're yeah. bottom after ten yeah. games, he's gone next year mm-hmm. but I think oh, yeah. I think he, he gets that chance it's going to be a big shake out. up and a big improvement else he will be gone early definitely because you've got to consider as well we've got a lot of Portuguese players oh my god people are going to cry about this but Portugal was shut for a while wasn't it so none of them saw their families in that and we're all the you know can you can we can we use that as an excuse <laughs> Bailey's hates it look <laughs> my job is like professional alcoholic and I haven't been able to go to a pub for 12 months yeah, but you still, still get to see your cat do, don't like, you I haven't Think completely like fucked it guess <laughs> <laughs> I still get to kick a cat and then <laughs> absolutely it's absolute nonsense we are finding excuses Neves missed the birth of his child it's not acceptable he couldn't go to Portugal to go and see the birth <laughs> oh no <laughs> Jot, I missed the conception, so I don't know what's so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there's not going to be a line that's going to be better than that, so I'm going to end it there because that's just brilliant. What would you say goodbye to Harry Mansell? Yes, come on, boys, beat the Albion. Dan Bayless. <laughs> goodbye, Wolves fan. And Jack Williams. Yeah, yeah, bye. And it's goodbye from me, goodbye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.